What's that guy? What's it like having Frank Clark coming back to rejoin you guys? I was going to be great. Uh, familiar face, uh, someone that is very good at second quarterback. Um, you know, he's had a hell of a career, so it's cool to get him back. What do you remember him as here first Um just how passionate he was about the game, the energy that he played with, um, the game. Um, you know, at, at that time, he was growing um, a lot as a person, and just seeing the growth that he had over over the years is special. And then just watching it from afar, um, you know, when he was with KC and things of that nature, uh, it's, it's just been really cool to follow his career and follow you know all the things that he's been able to accomplish. He's another example. Your example. There have been others of guys who leave here. Sometimes it's under not great circumstances, yet they come back. What is it about the environment or Coach Carroll that brings guys back? Um, I think it's the culture. I definitely feel like it's the culture, um, just the energy that you bring. I mean, a lot of times, like when you, um, when I was first coming into the league and, and was around for a while, we start adding guys from different teams. Um, they will always say like this was a special place and it's not like anywhere else. And you know, at the time, like. I didn't have that experience. You know, I didn't know anything else but um, what I was experiencing. So um, I think a lot of it is that you go to other places, you realize how special this place is, and um, you know, you hope to not burn a bridge. So if an opportunity presents itself, you're able to come back. And From what's that special, do you think? Hmm? What makes that special, or what's the most special part of it, do you think? Uh, it's definitely the people. People and environment, obviously, Pete. Um, I would say that's, that's the biggest thing. What are you guys going to miss with the channel out? A lot, man. Um, you know, his leadership, his play. I mean, he's such an amazing player. Um, it's very unfortunate uh, what happened. But uh, he's real stout in the run game, equally as good in the pass game, extremely smart, um, a leader, just all around just a good person, fun guy to play with. And so it's going to be, um, you know, tough to have him out. But I know he's going to work hard and try to get back. This defensive run you guys have been on the last three games, I guess it how, how sustainable do you think this can be? I mean, do you see areas of improvement still for you guys, or do you feel like it's yeah? I think it is sustainable. I think um, you know, there's because there's you know a lot of things that we could still do better. Um, even in this last game, you know, we let some of the runs get out on us. That's stuff that we could fix. It wasn't anything that um, they did per se. It was plays that we could have made to um, eliminate that. So um, it's also a reminder that you know uh, we got to stay on our things, do our things right, or um, things like that can happen. So there's still so much I feel we can improve on. And um, I feel like we got the guys to do it. Bobby, was it encouraging? Chenna didn't play the entire second half last week. For the defense to still play as well as it did through the second half of last week's game, is that encouraging for you guys to know that you can keep rolling? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we definitely respect our depth. We re respect the guys that, you know, we have coming in. Um, obviously, it's always been a next man of mentality, no matter who the person is. Um, but it's going to be hard if, you know, Phil Chenna's shoes. I think we got guys that, you know, will play well, but Chenna is such a, a special player, and um, I don't want to overlook his impact to our team. With Deshaun Watson, what have you seen on tape from Clark up there, back up there? Um, I think he he does a good job of getting the balls to, to the, um, his key players. I mean, if you watch that 49ers game, you know, he was, I think, one of the reasons why they won that game was his decision making, um, the ability to use his feet, things of that nature. So he's a guy that, you know, you have to respect. And 
you know, the more reps he gets, the more time he plays, um, you know, you can just see him getting better and better and growing. So uh, we have to make sure that that kind of stops with us, but then can continue after we stop playing him. Speed to your defense, and I say that just because how important is what speed? Speed, okay. Yeah. Just because when you guys are blitzing, you're in your natural position, you're not even having to tip. And I figure I'm attributing that because of the speed of, of the players. How important is that in the disguise? Um, I mean, I think it plays a part, but I think you know, if you're playing a smart quarterback, um, they'll be able to tell. Um, a lot of it is just trying to disguise and manipulate uh, how they, um, slide the front if you can do that manipulate how the, the the center calls the slide and maybe you can slide away from the blitz or things of that nature i think speed allows you to do that but also the disguises that um you know defenses are able to do i think that messes up more than just the speed um in my opinion because sometimes if you're on a slot and you're blitzing and you're way over there like um if it's a quick throw you're never going to make it but you know, if you're able to manipulate the throw or manipulate, um, you know, the check, I think uh, you can get there um, faster. And the speed doesn't really matter. Does communication play a critical part in how you're disguising then? For sure, it all plays, all of it's hand in hand. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm if I'm blitzing, I need maybe uh, Jordan, the safeties, whatever, to show some vice versa. If they're blitzing, I, I got to do it. And then it's, you know, um, the back end too, like the back end got to show a different look because quarterbacks come out and they read uh, certain back ends and whether it's too high, single high, and they'll check a play and they might check it away from the blitz and then, you know, then you don't get nothing out of it. So I think all of it just works together. How good was Jordan's second half last week? Jordan was great. I mean, I think, um, you know, he was a little bit frustrated in the, in the first half uh, with how it went, but, you know, he was able to lock in and, and make some really, really key plays. And you just saw the emotion. Like every time he made a play, it's just more and more emotion. And um, he's doing a really good job. Did you talk to him at halftime at all about that? Uh, we kind of all had a, had a conversation with him. So but it, it was him. It's all him. Have you seen much of that emotion out of him? He he's normally seems kind of like a low-key guy. No, you see, it, you see it from time to time. I think there's, you know, obviously, Naturally, as a, a, a player, period, it's like when you make a good play, you don't have emotions, you know, whether he gets a sack or things of that nature. Like, you just, you have emotion. I think that's what was happening last game. He was making some really good critical plays and key moments. And, you know, I think it just brought out that energy. Last week when we talked to you, it was about bouncing back from that tough loss to Cincinnati. You did that. How can you take that, what you were able to do this past weekend, and carry it forward into this game and beyond? Um, I think it's equally as important to bounce back from a win and a loss because sometimes you can get too high off a win and you bleed that into the next game and then you don't prepare as well or you don't play as well. So um, all of these games are important. Um, every last one of them are important because it gets you ready uh, for the next game, next game, and ultimately those games turn into championship games. And so um, you try to find something to get better at every single game and you hope you perform at your best when the time's right. playing off each other that year? Definitely. I feel like their relationship, I think both of them had like 10 sacks or something, right? So um, I definitely feel like the relationship, obviously off the field, but then on the field, the, the camaraderie, the the way they were able to work together with some of the stunts they were working, uh, running together, um, I definitely feel like that played a part in their success. With Witherspoon, how impressed have you been with the physicality, I mean, physicality of the play, the way he's hitting guys at his size? Uh, it's, it's been impressive. I mean, I watched the play that he had a, uh, I forgot who he was playing, where he kind of came off the side and hit somebody. Um, 
but you come in, everybody says like you wonder if that's going to translate into the next level, and you see it translating into the next level. He's not afraid to make tackles. He's not afraid to put his body in there, and this is just the beginning. I still feel like he's still learning, still growing, and so I think those hits are going to be probably more violent and happen more often once he starts to figure everything out. Have you seen uh, many other cornerbacks his size play with that kind of physicality? Not too many, to be honest. Um, and just, you know, he likes to hit and he likes to, to make tackles. He likes to make plays. Like, he thrives on that. And so, I mean, I, I don't really know who to compare himself to besides himself. But um, it's, it's really cool to be, uh, to be around him, uh, be around his energy. I think he's similar to Jamal, just very contagious, positive energy. And so, um, when he makes that play, it ignites the whole whole crowd. It seems like he's got a sense for the game that might be pretty advanced for a rookie. Is that sure. something? Is that something you guys see click, and does that stand out to you as well with him? Uh, I definitely feel like he's a lot further, but I think um, a lot of it is just care. Like I think he cares a lot. He wants to do um, do the right things, and he asks questions. I think a lot of times when you come in. Um, so young, you're so afraid to ask questions because you don't want to sound dumb or you want to do this. He's like, he's not afraid. He asks all the questions, he, and it helps him understand and catch on things faster than um, most players because he's not afraid of anything. Are guys comparing their special cleats this week? See who's got the best ones for the throwbacks? I mean, I don't even think it's, it's kind of like everybody fights for a second. It's like there's already a number one. We don't have to say his name. Um, I think his number is in between 55 and 53. And so it's whoever after that, it's second place. But I'm pretty sure, you know, those guys will have some interesting cleats or something like that. DK probably has something bedazzled or I don't know. What do you have? Hmm? Jordans. You can't be Jordans. No, you can't. He knows that. You can't be Jordans. Did you have to get them specially designed, or did you just ask for a specific colorway, or what? Uh, you just uh, tell them to match the jersey, and you know, it's pretty simple. You know, you got Jordans. You don't got to bedazzle anything or do anything crazy like that. Add jewelry. You know, I'm not saying it because somebody's in the room or not. Did you say bedazzle? Yeah. I did say bedazzle. I'm not saying. I'm just. I'm not saying he's going to do that. But I wouldn't be surprised. Thank you. Thanks, bud.